0: and welcome to our podcast on high-tech and electronics, logistics, and manufacturing best practices. My name is Nama Aoni and I will be your host. With me today is Luigi Silipo, our head of support in EMEA, and Dave Goodman, a solution consultant from the America's organization of BOIOMIT. Thank you both for joining.
1: Hi, Nama. Thanks much for inviting me. Thanks, Nama. It's great to be here.
0: As you know, reliable supply chains are the backbone of the industry, but they have been repeatedly disrupted in recent months. Companies that keep an eye on technological developments and drive their digitalization forward find it easier to overcome in such a growing challenges in the high-tech and electronics industry. In this podcast, we'll discuss how digital solutions can help companies successfully meet today's challenges and position their supply chain to be a more resilient, sustainable, and employee friendly one. So with that, you know, what are the challenges that COVID-19 brought to the manufacturing industry and in particular to the high tech and electronics industry? Luigi?
2: I know, yeah, thanks thanks for asking this. Um, I mean, we've been all hit by the COVID-19 pandemic in the past two years, it's been harsh for everybody. And especially this has had a very hard impact on uh, manufacturers. If you look at uh, the effects of COVID-19 pandemic, this has shaken the global supply chain in such a hard way that even semiconductors have become become a scarce commodity, and they are most likely to become so in the future. Just imagine and just think that in the European Commission, uh, there has been an ambitious target set to double the production of computer chips by 2030. Today, we are counting about, you know, Europe is counting about 10% of global production, and the challenge and the, as I said, the, the idea is to get to double these by 2030, uh, meaning to get to 20% of worldwide production of semiconductors and, and processors. Now, uh, if we bring these to the practical level, uh, we can expect that, uh, you know, there will be a higher um, increase uh, and a a significant increase in manufacturing activities, being most likely reshored off to Europe, and electronic manufacturers they should be getting organized so they can ensure that these uh, boost in production activities um, is basically uh, getting them prepared or finding them prepared. Um, today, getting organized for you know a manufacturing company to to follow up the market trends and follow up what is the demands coming from the market is most likely meaning to get an ERP system and for, you know, facilitate through the use of, the, uh, of an ERP system of a modern ERP system, the planning of their manufacturing activities and their logistics routes. And now that's where our products as MIT can come into place. One of the major benefits you get from implementing BEAS and WMS, which by the way today are wonderfully integrated between them and in all the workflows they offer. Uh, So one of the ways you can get benefits for implementing BEAS and WMS is that you can plan all your manufacturing work orders. Uh, You can be sure that your warehouse and logistic processes are streamlined, so you always have under your, you know, full control where your goods are stored, where they are shipped and how they're shipped. And you also can know in advance what materials you need for manufacturing your products and how much uh, productive capacity you will need to have for facing market demands.
0: So, you know, it's been crazy two years or two and a half almost. And, uh, And we thought that COVID was the only thing we have to deal with at the time. But it seems that we have always new challenges in the world. So is the recent war between Russia and Ukraine bringing challenges to the table? I mean, does it bring more challenges to, to manufacturing high-tech and electronics or to the logistics of, of high-tech and electronics, Dave?
1: Well, and that's absolutely the case, Nama. Um, we're, we're seeing significant concerns that the conflict is going to exacerbate the ongoing critical chips shortage. For example, Ukraine controls about 70% of the world's supply of NEON, cr- which, according to TrendSource, and NEON is an important um, component in the manufacturing of, of uh, semiconductors. And obviously, semiconductors are critical in, 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 in the chips. So um, with the uncertainties of that war, we, we definitely are looking at continued... Uh, challenges in the supply chain. So, in this context, electronic manufacturers, high-tech manufacturers, really need to make sure that they have the right tools for two business, for two major um, business critical tasks. First, correctly to plan the required materials for production, and secondly, power having powerful tools that keep the manufacturing costs under control and enable you to act fast. To, as market prices fluctuate and conditions fluctuate for your raw materials. So with BIAZ's, um with Boyum's Bia's manufacturing, you get a powerful tool out of the box with feature-rich capabilities such as cost pre-calculations, cost post-calculations, um, version control that enables you to keep track of each variation or change of your of your um, uh, manufactured goods, so you get very complete tracking of everything that you're producing, and the the costing of each of the uh, manufactured items from the standpoint of what we expected the cost to be pre calculation, and then the actual costs incurred um, after you know recalculated as a result of production. So these allow you to react as fast as possible to the changing and evolving conditions that we're seeing in today's markets.
0: And, and those are not the only condition. I mean, we've talked about COVID, we've talked about the, the war in Ukraine, but there are other challenges uh, for the logistics uh, side of the business. Can you maybe elaborate, uh, Dave, on some of those uh, challenges?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we're seeing is that a, a lot of people feel a lot of stress under their supply chains. Uh, land-based supply routes between Europe and China typically transit via train, you know, the, the, the new uh, Silk Road corridors. These routes have seen increasing, rapidly increasing volumes recently. And they provide an absolutely vital connection between you know, the Far East Asia and, and Western producers. So some of these routes have gone through Russia and, and, and there's concerns about the ongoing efficiency and availability of those networks, putting a lot of pressure on manufacturers to find alternate routes and to optimize the routes that they already are using. Um, All of that leading to, you know, additional costs, additional um, uh, complications and, and time impacts to bring raw materials into the production facility. So some manufacturers operating within Russia are just being forced to halt operations or scale back production. For example, Toyota announced that they'd be halting their Russian operations because of supply chain challenges. Toyota's plant in St. Petersburg employs about 2,000 people, and they make about 80,000 vehicles a year. That's that's a tremendous amount of production yeah. that's just sucked out of the the, the, the world's supply chain. And that's just one example. So I, I think what's important to consider is that there's a few ways that that Boyum's Produmex WMS can really help manufacturers, high-tech and um, electronics manufacturers, optimize their global supply chains. One of the capabilities that's absolutely vital is to track inbound containers. These are containers that might contain your raw materials or uh, sub-assemblies, maybe you've outsourced manufacturing of, of certain components um, overseas and you need to bring those in. These are all being tracked via Produmix WMS's container management. And, and this, this applies whether the container is transiting via land, sea, or air. And it tracks the entire transit of the container from the manufacturer's facility through user-defined um, uh, uh, out, outbound port as the container's on the water, as the container lands at the domestic port and goes through its various inspections and, and, and other factors, and as the container then makes its way through inland freight on the way to your facility. So keeping track of those containers and having clear visibility to what's in those containers is absolutely vital to today's manufacturers in this very challenging environment. The the other thing that we really see as a a vital value for our Produmix WMS customers is the fact that these same containers then are used to optimize and Maintain the efficiency of the receiving process because we're receiving against the no the contents of the known container, so it really improves that workflow process and it optimizes that container turnaround requirement, which we see a lot of our uh, distributors challenged by. They've got typically two or three hours to turn that container around. Another example is there's an optional capability in WMS called advanced shipping notification, which allows reception of inbound material to happen in a very, very efficient way by basically using the vendor provided advanced shipping notice. And and clearly there's a lot of smaller vendors who can't provide this kind of capability, but for larger vendors, they they already be doing this to maintain compliance with other supply chain partners' requirements. So we see that as an an option that really dramatically streamlines and optimizes the flow of material once it arrives at the um, manufacturer's dock so that it can be directly, uh, so those materials can be directly put into production.
0: I understand. Advanced shipping notification. Can you explain a bit more about, uh, about that? Sure. But what it means?
1: Right. So when a vendor ships, a, makes a shipment to a customer, it doesn't matter if it's a, a case or a pallet or a whole container, there's the ability for them to um, send a transmission of data that contains details about the contents of that container. So if that container has say 200 units of inventory that may be um, spread across four different items, right? You would get all the packaging detail and all the serial number detail, all the quantity detail in that file. And that file would be identified by a single reference um, uh, value, which is is typically gonna be the pallet identifier. So they scan that pallet and the system already understands all the contents of that pallet. And the challenge that supply chain partners have there is that they have to be absolutely confident that the, um, that the data they've received in their advanced shipping notice is exactly in sync with what's physically in the container. And once they've achieved that level of confidence, this becomes a tremendously efficient way to handle a uh, uh, reception of raw materials.
0: So, moving on to the next question, Luigi, I guess that's a question for you. What are some of the most interesting trends that you see in in the high-tech and electronics industry?
2: Uh, Now, that's that's a very interesting and challenging question. Now, uh, if we look at what has been happening in the past years in both the U.S. and Europe, I think we can safely um, state that, you know, manufacturing has been offshore down to Far East or, let's say, to more uh, cheap markets in terms of costs for manufacturing goods of any kind. And especially in the semiconductors industry, this has been happening. As I was mentioning uh, at the start of this conversation, especially in Europe, we are seeing the need of increasing the production and especially to reshoring this production. And this means that we will surely experience or we are most likely to experience, you know, Uh, manufacturing companies bring back operations to Europe or to the national soil, uh, which will most likely uh, increase, of course, national security and, you know, the fact that we will be independent or more independent from Far East countries in terms of what is the manufacturing. But the key question here is, if we increase these self-sufficiency, uh, which will most likely have a, an effect in long term in, in security and, and self-sufficiency, as we said, are we not also increasing costs and making, you know, the cost of production higher than it used to be or it, it was in the past years? And the answer would surely be yes, because of, as we all know, the cost of labor is definitely higher in Western countries than it's been in. far east and now that's where the concept of a, a circular economy can come into place now just imagine for example nowadays only a small amount of materials can be reclaimed from products such as smartphones right there is millions of these devices already on the market millions are thrown every year on the market by the global manufacturers and there is very very few of these products or there is not so much advanced techniques for disassembling these products and, stri- and trying to recover what can be reused so what we could reasonably expect is that new disassembly techniques have to be implemented in in factories to make possible to you know do high volume uh disassembly low cost disassembly uh, to reuse microchips precious metals Uh, There will be most likely also an increase in demand of refurbished products, or, you know, also a demand for upgrades of lithography equipment systems that are used by electronic manufacturers that are now seeing their age. Uh, You know, it's also, there is a high possibility that new standard and industry corporations are going to be, you know, creating... Secondary markets for reused microchips. Uh, Conductors, companies, semiconductor companies, manufacturing companies, should consider uh, certified secondhand chips, if we want to call them in that way. Uh, A mechanism that allows, basically, to take a previously owned device, pass it through a quality control process that ensures that it meets uh, sufficiently good quality standards and put it on the market again. And that's where uh, base Manufacturing from volume can come uh, to greatly assist manufacturing companies that will choose um, our softwares, the Boyome softwares. Uh, we do have, for example, the possibility of having flexible production orders. These orders can be easily turned into disassembly orders with custom-tailored bill of materials with a click of a button at the same time. You have a very very easy route in BAS for creating rework production orders uh, that will allow these work orders for refurbishing to go through uh, the quality control process and make sure that you receive at the end of the process a refurbished product that meets high quality standards.
0: That's very good to know. Is it something that's already happening in the market, or it's it's something that we're that that companies are looking into? Can you?
2: This Th- th- this is what we believe should be happening. It's happening in a measure. In a measure now, that is not enough, uh, in in my opinion. Uh, this will be definitely an area where there will be an increase in demand yeah. in in the future.
0: Yeah. And also, go, as you said, going locally.
2: Yes. Right? I mean, uh, um, absolutely.
0: Doing uh, local manufacturing rather than. Yes. Uh,
2: Reshoring, yeah, that's that's definitely something we, are, we have experienced both with the COVID and the war in Russia, uh, between Russia and Ukraine, as Dave was explaining. You know, the fact that we've been basically blocked in getting goods in and out of those areas or, you know, increasing costs for having to route products to different, different areas has made U.S. and European Union think that most likely reshoring production to our soil. Would be a better option for you know long-term security yeah. and yeah
0: yeah definitely i agree so we did talk about uh, best manufacturing and and protomax wms in different context but the question is how can buoyant products really come into the picture other than what we already discussed so luigi i know you are our um, uh, best manufacturing expert for for the purpose of this call would you would you start and explain about uh, about the benefits that, that companies can get out of uh, a manufacturing solution like BES?
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely, absolutely, uh, <clears throat> definitely. We, what I, what, I, what, I, what we must be coming from is uh, uh, an assumption that technology is a critical component today in, in solving problems of, let's say, any kind of industry, any kind of manufacturer, especially in the electronic industry where you must meet high quality standards, you need very, very high quality standard technology in your company to manufacture your products. And when I'm saying technology, I'm also referring to our software products that that come into the picture. Now, in, in particular with Bayes Manufacturing, you will get, as an electronic manufacturer, you will get a set of features out of the box that can help you know in very different ways. Uh, for example, a complete and comprehensive quality control system that's coming uh, directly out of the box when you install BEAS, uh, it would allow you to track anything related to the quality standards of products you are purchasing from external vendors, or even products you are building inside your own company or products you are refurbishing if you are in any case doing disassembly and refurbishing of products you do also have with BEAS outside of the box you get advanced lot and serial number tracking in the latest versions of BEAS you also have the possibility of implementing item version control which is a key feature for electronic manufacturers and you can calculate your inventory and your MRP um, can go and tell you what you have to purchase and what you have to build based on the versions of items you are simultaneously maintaining at one time in your manufacturing plant. You got an extensive inventory control to quickly react to the market and customer demands. Uh, You do have, now this is maybe with advanced uh, planning and scheduling, so it's an additional module of bias, but you can do very, very um, precise and um, analytical planning of your manufacturing orders and in the end, so of your shop floor resources, meaning that you can plan the orders basically so that they are delivered in time, they are manufactured based on the customer requested deadline, or you can in advance inform your customers that products will be will have to be shipped uh, at uh, let's say a, la- a later stage because of material shortage so you will actually also have a better level of service and all of these can be you know backed up by predictive analysis with the volume dashboards and with the with the the tools we offer out of the box so to be sure that you're helping uh, you know the, the the customer needs and the customer business demand, Without incurring in overages or shortages of products.
0: Thanks for that, uh, Dave. You're the representative of Prodymax WMS. I'm sure you have uh, more to comment.
1: Thanks, Nama. Yeah, um, you know, we're we're very excited about the optimization that Prodymax WMS is bringing to uh, the high tech uh, manufacturing world. Uh, specifically, you know, Produmax WMS has this concept of you scan when it happens, which is vital when you're trying to synchronize your physical inventory levels with the system's inventory. So with Produmix WMS, you don't have paper moving around the organization. You don't have delays in, in recognizing the receipt of inventory so you can put that inventory to work as soon as it's received, scan when it happens. Pradiumx WMS adheres to um, the GS1 um, global tracking um, concepts and and, and, um, standards. And this enables you to use the same set of standards that many of your customers and vendors already use when doing their labeling and their um, identification of pallets and items and all other manner of components in your supply chain. And this just re- dramatically reduces friction throughout the supply chain, GS1 standards. As Luigi mentioned, Produbex WMS also supports the same serial number capabilities that the manufacturing, the Bayes manufacturing system um, handles, and that provides full forward and backward traceability throughout your supply chain. And Again, as Luigi mentioned on the Bayez side, on the WMS side, the analytic options give you key insights into all of the operations on your um throughout your warehouse and enable you to do what um, what is essentially a managed by exception approach. So when everything is wor- working smoothly, you don't see anything going on, but it highlights and brings to your attention. Issues that you're having, maybe quality issues, or maybe uh, uh, you know certain certain operations maybe taking longer than expected. The analytics are tremendous at that. And one last thought, I just really want to share. And Luigi mentioned this already, but it is vital, is the integration between the Bayes Manufacturing and the WMS environment. And this enables our customers using both solutions with the integration to operate in a single facility where raw materials are received via WMS containers. And as soon as they're received, The the, um, Bayaz manufacturing system produces Produmix WMS pick tickets to go pick those items that were just received via mobile devices. And so you wind up with a very seamless flow of of materials and information between the warehouse uh, management system and the Bayaz manufacturing. And we're very, very excited about that.
0: That's good to know. And thanks for the note on on the integration, because I really think that makes a difference for those companies that needs uh, the two solutions. So with that, I really want to thank you for your participation in this podcast. I think the topics, you know, especially these days are very relevant for many of the companies, the high tech and electronic companies. So thanks for sharing your knowledge and your expertise. Uh, I truly appreciate that. And with that, uh, I would say for our customers that are listening in, then if you're interested, of course, to see any of our solution, you can always contact our sales team or go to our website to schedule a demo. And of course, one of our experts would be happy to, to answer any questions that you may have. And for all of the questions, we are always here. So with that, I wish you a great day and stay tuned for the next podcast. Thank you very much, Luigi and Dave.
2: Thanks, Nama. Thanks, Nama. It's great. Okay. Great to have a, a chance to talk. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye now.